It's a gospel on the radio talk show. A show about dreams and visions and a church that is indeed triumphant, alive, and well. For the church triumphant is alive and well. Hello, Tallahassee. This is the Gospel on the Radio talk show. I'm Pastor Jack King. I am your host, and it's a, just a wonderful thing to be able to spend a Sunday morning with you here on 94.1, just talking about the gospel. As I say, this is a show about dreams and visions and a church triumphant, alive and well. We talk about the church and what God is doing in his glorious kingdom. Show number 1,112 today. We have a few rules. We don't talk sports, politics, or doctrine, but we do always speak well of one another. And I have a gentleman here that I think you're going to enjoy, uh, this young man. His name is uh, Donnie Bennett, and he is the area director for FCA, Fellowship of Christian Athletes, down in Wakulla County. He also has a ministry called Battle 14. Brother Bennett, welcome to the show. Pastor King, thank you for having it's me. It's good to have you here. We've been, we've like I told you, we've already done one show just sitting here, just getting to know one another. Yes, sir. <laughs> it's a wonderful yes, thing. But of course, you, you know that uh, FCA is near and dear to my heart because of my son, who's, who's very, very involved in FCA. And of course, when that's one of the when we first met, that's one of the things. The first thing I asked is, "Do you know my son?" He said, "Oh yeah." <laughs> and uh, of course, that's Joshua King. But uh, how did you get involved in FCA? Uh, well, um, in 2014, I, I, uh, I was in some bad things in my life, um, going through some struggles and, uh, came back under the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. Um, and, uh, from that point on, I was with the Senate and I had an opportunity. Someone came to me and he said, listen, I feel like you need to reach out to Kes McCorvey. He's with FCA and they're looking for an area rep. And I think that would be perfect for you. And I was like, I don't know. That sounds like ministry. And I don't know if that's, if that's something that I'm supposed to be in. And, uh, you know, I ended up reaching out and, and the rest is pretty much where we're now, at. Let's, now. Let's, uh, let's explore this for a minute so just to make sure we get the picture. What were you doing with the Senate? So I was with the Sergeant of Arms. Uh, okay. We basically uh, secured the chamber. Uh, we helped when the senators come through, like we'd pick up senators um, and take them places. Uh, I'd always like we'll be in the chamber and the, uh, they would have their uh, their meetings and things like that. Um, uh, and I remember one of the things was I always told I never carried a gun. I wasn't you know, I wasn't sergeant sergeant to have a gun. Um and I just remember telling them, if you ever see me duck, y'all better be ducking because I'm, <laughs> I'm not taking a bullet for nobody. Okay. So how did you end up doing that? How did that happen? So I was actually, um, I, I uh, there was a job from job to one to another. And uh, I was, uh, I think I was at a car sell, selling place. I think it was Ultimate Image Auto, I think. And uh, there was an opening as a uh, cleaner at night. Okay. From four to midnight, and so they hired me up there, and uh, I started cleaning the the toilets, the trash, and all that stuff. And I remember meeting the sergeant one day, and he said, "You a big old boy?" And I said, "Yes, sir." <laughs> and he said, "I think I got a better idea for you." And I didn't know what he really meant really? by that. Right. And uh, I mean, I was a happy-go-lucky guy. I, I was a little frustrated because of the fact that I had to work from four to twelve, and my my oldest son was uh, getting close to the senior year, and. Uh, uh, he had a lot of soccer. They played a lot of sports. 
sports and I usually was there for everything. And, uh, I wasn't there for a lot and they really broke my heart. And I remember I started getting really, really aggravated with that. And next thing you know, they called me in one day and look at me and he said, Donnie, I got an idea. He said, what do you think about coming on full time, uh, during the day with us? And I started, I remember tearing up because I'd been praying for that. I've been really wanting to get where I could see my kids more. And from then on, I, I, uh, worked on the inside tie on. I actually was able to pray in front of the Senate one time. Wow. Yes, sir. Now four to 12. That's four in the afternoon. To 12 midnight. To 12 midnight. Yeah, yes, that, sir. that would take you away from your family in the evenings so and things like that. And you'd have, to, you'd have to go through the Senate and clean the trashes and stuff like yeah. that when the people leave. Yeah, so basically this job came, uh, you were in the right place at the right time, <laughs> and uh, God had a plan. Because it's, it's all a part of our path as, as God lays it all out. And there's a lot of times you go, well, why was I doing that? And it, didn't, it didn't seem to be significant at the time, but it was because you were in the place where God wants you to be because of what he sees in his ultimate picture. Thus, my whole thing about dreams and visions, God's got the plan. <laughs> and uh, So you end up working in the Senate. From there, uh, somebody says, hey, I've seen it, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to interpret here. I've seen a change in your life. In other words, you, what you were what was happening in your heart became visible to other people. And so they say, hey, maybe you might want to try talking to Cass McCorvey. Now, so people will know Cass McCorvey is the area director. Multi, uh, multi-area. Multi-area, yes. And he goes all, his area goes all the way to Pensacola, around that, with a fellowship of Christian athletes. Of course, uh, Cass was also a former football player mm-hmm. everybody knows he was on the 1993 championship team here with florida state seminoles played in the pros the last time i had him on this show uh, i asked him i said uh, just talk about bobby bowden for a moment and boy from there he he just turned loose and he started telling all about how god showed him himself through all of his pro career it was great. It really was. So that's Cass. So had you ever met him before? Bobby Bowden? No, Cass. I had never met him before, no, sir. Okay. But I graduated in 93, and I like to tell him that. <laughs> wow. So you just called him up? I did. And I called him up, and I said, you know, uh, pastor down in Wakulla said that y'all had an opening, and I don't really know much about it, but I just told him I'd call you. Right. And uh, so I called him, and he actually came to the Capitol. Really? Uh, him and uh, another guy that was working at the time with, with FCA, and they came, and we done – I don't know if you called an interview. It'd be pretty much just us talking. Uh-huh. And he just before he left, he says, "This is I think you're supposed to be coming in with really? us." And uh, yes, yes. And so the job is, and it still is, because you're still doing it. Yes, sir. So, so exactly, what are your responsibilities? So I'm over Wakulla, uh, the Wakulla Fellowship of Christian Athletes. I'm the area rep for um, uh, the high school. We got a private school, Wakulla Christian, um, uh, and then four middle schools. Um, we're also trying to incorporate some stuff with elementary schools because we're technically you can't have huddles in them, but it doesn't mean that I can't do out something outside of it. Um, so one of the things when I came on, uh, I remember being a kid and I'd get my yearbook at high school. And the first thing I wanted to know is where am I at in this high school I, I, in my yearbook? Right. And so I'd look for my name. I'd find I'm 
in three pages. So I go look for myself. Well, what hit me? I was uh, one one opportunity. I was out of the ball game. I had just started with FCA, and I had my phone, and I realized that I could video with my phone. And so I said, I'm gonna video this guy, this young kid, because he went to the church I went to. And I saw I video him. He got a good hit. And then I said, Well, I'm gonna video a couple more. And I remember going back to my car after that, and I sat there with those videos, and I realized on on the Apple phones that you could do this iMovie. And I was like, What in the world? And I'm not a tech or anything by no means, <laughs> but I. Said, I noticed that I can make it slow-mo. I can do these things, make it fast. I can put some music to it. And so I've always been a big sports center fan um, and just seeing athletes do things, right. how they slow them up. And so I did it. I dropped it on Facebook and we went from zero to now over 2,000 followers to Wacala FCA. And, uh, and and so God's just been continually using it. So I, you know, we have our huddles, right? right? right. But I, I uh, and, and we have some fantastic youth pastors down there that absolutely are just involved. They've been involved even before I got there, um, they do a great job. Uh, and one of the things is, is that I really uh, uh, what where it works is the fact that they do what they do inside the schools. And I try to, you know, I'm there and, and, and speak sometimes. But I like the idea of reaching these kids outside, the ones that aren't coming to the FC huddles. Let's go encourage them outside of the schools so then they can go, oh, is this FCA drop this? Because a parent's going to see it on social media and go, oh, that's my son that did right, that. Right. And then they see it's Walker FCA and then they know, okay, FCA and they put it all together next thing you know a kid just comes because of the fact that he saw something on okay. FCA uh, Donnie I, I gotta go back here man. I, I'm sorry I, I, no 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 no. You, okay. you're doing a great job okay okay. but I wanna make sure I fully understand it because this seems pretty cool to me you, you, you're just kind of fumbling around trying to figure out how to do this thing as far as being the FCA director so you go to this and you're at a ball game right and you got your phone it's now, it, it, am I to understand here this is fairly new to you this Apple phone you have no clue to clue how to use it, but somehow you're 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 stumbling through, and you find out it has these features. So you've already lost me. So. And so, and, and and Pastor, if I can tell you real quick, just got in to share this. I had an at that night at six o'clock. I had a meeting with a lot of big time business people, and I was supposed to talk to them about SCA. And but I told some kids I was going to come to the game at four o'clock. So I went to the middle school game at four o'clock and outside in that parking lot, I had to make a decision. And it was either I go to this business meeting with these guys because there's no way I'm going to make this game and make this business meeting. Okay. And I decided that I prayed about it and Lord put on my heart, go to this game. And when I went to the game, that's that's sort of I just want to make sure that's clear because it was all because of God right. and it wasn't about the money. But but the thing about it is that you you so you do this video thing that you're just learning how to do, <laughs> yes sir. And then you you know how to post it. Is that is that the correct term? Correct, yes sir. And it's a hit. I mean, these young people see it. Yes sir. Okay. And then you said next thing you know, you had two or three hundred coming to work. Did you huddles? No, no, no. We I'm, I was saying like the views from the followers to our our Facebook page okay. went from zero to now we're at 2,000. Because all of a sudden it became personal to them. There you got it. Wow. You got it. You got it. Uh, you, you're teaching us something here. I'm, I'm, I'm learning. Just listen to this because this this works because you're, you're, you're showing it. This is them. This is you in action. So now they're looking at your Facebook page post and pages now does that help 
to bring them to the huddles eventually? Well, I, I would like to think so. Yeah. I mean, you know, at the end of the day, even if they're not coming to the huddles, they know when they see Donnie Bennett out there with FCA, okay. what I represent. And, okay. uh, and and if they see that in me, you know, and a love and encouragement. Right, right. Because that's that's the term, for those of you who may not know, in the FCA, the, the meetings are called huddles. Yes, sir. And so then they have these in the different schools. I used to go to, when my, my son taught at Ra. Uh, I used to go to the huddles, and then sometimes if they didn't have a speaker, they said, uh, you know, he said, Daddy, can you say a few words? Because, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, when your daddy's a preacher, you can do that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, you can so, put him on the spot. Right, right. As, as the old expression, us preachers, we usually got one in our hip pockets. Yeah, <laughs> so we're, we're ready. We're ready to go, yeah. So so I do that, and I always enjoyed it. And, and, uh, and, and it, it was kind of interesting to me because – there would be his classroom, his homeroom, whatever. There'd be kids sitting around, and they'd say, well, it's time for the FCA. Some of the kids wouldn't stay, but then some of them did. And I said, well, this is a total choice. It's their choice to do so. But FCA has the ability to get in places that a lot of other groups just do not. And I don't know what the charm is, but it works. Well, and, <laughs> so. I, and it's, the, it's that last foot in, in the door to be able to share the gospel inside of a public school because we have that ability. And I think what's so great about it is like we'll, you know, it's just like the, and I don't, I hope this not take the wrong way, but it's like the rat and the cheese. You put the cheese out, the rat's going to come to the cheese, right? Well, I mean, we offer pizza. We, we do everything we can do. <laughs> Because <laughs> at the end of the day, I right. want them in there to hear, to hear yeah, the gospel. Yeah. It's just about throwing seed out, like yeah. me and you talked about. If we throw the seed out, so if you come to eat that pizza, you're going to hear about Christ. Right now, and when you hear it, you're going to go from there. You're telling me you must be talking about meetings toward the end of the day for the pizza, no? No, sir. No, sir. What we do is we, because we have our high school is the one we can actually, and so we have three huddles at our high school. Okay. And each huddle, we get, I get pizza delivered and through our people in our community businesses will say i'll take care of the pizza yeah, well when i was going to joshua's they were in the morning oh, okay so, so pizza will probably wouldn't work yeah. as well in, in the morning that's what yeah. i was getting at i got so, you yes sir so now so you have the three huddles at we'll call a high school mm-hmm. at different times i assume yeah they're one right after the other oh okay yes sir okay the same day same, well, same day. day correct I never thought about that, uh, and I guess the reason you do that is because of the work around their classes as such. Well, they, that's how it was when I came on, and it's worked. Um, so that's just the way we do it. There's okay. three in uh, the high school. There's three lunches, um, and then at our middle schools, there's two lunches per in each middle school. Okay, so the part of the reasoning would be you're, you're doing it during the lunch hour. Okay, yes, that, that makes perfect sense with yes, that. Sir. So now you're doing. And you mentioned this earlier now. You're doing three at the high school, and then you've got elementary schools. Are you doing huddles there, too? No, sir. We cannot do huddles in the, in the elementary schools yet. But one of the things I remember as a kid is I think I was in the fourth or fifth grade. They would do a festival, right? Okay. And so what what my hope is, one of the visions I have for Wakulla is to get inside and talk to our principals at the elementary school and say, look, can we just set up bounce houses? Can we give pizza can we do like a festival outside of school when school's out um and and then they can kids can stay or they can't stay or whatever um so that's just something that i'm working on i'm hoping to get to it and when you say we can't do this fca at the elementary schools why is that i'm not really sure that i don't have a good answer for that i i um i i don't know if it's because of um their age i'm not sure if it's because that um, that that the principals of those schools just don't they don't have technically a lunch break where people come into a cafeteria because okay. I think a lot of the times at elementary school I don't remember there being I think they pretty much ate 
in classrooms and things. But I, again, I don't, I'm not, I don't know. Yes, yeah, I'm not certain either. <laughs> I'm just curious: is is that an SCA thing, or is that something that schools have established, or why that would be? Maybe something you may want. I just, to look ne- into. I just know we've never had it, from what I understand in Wakula. And my thought is, yeah. if we can do something at elementary just to put it out there, yeah. they're looking forward to it when they get to middle school. Oh yeah, the festival sounds like a great idea, but but it sounds to me like it, that uh, you're just responding to what you heard. Maybe you might want to inquire why that yeah. is. It's kind of like the you heard the old uh, story about the 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 guy. His, his wife always cut off a little piece of the meat before she put it in the pan to make the, the roast or whatever it is. And then, and, and so he says, well, why does she do that? So he, he inquired and he went down the line he went down the line, you know, the, the, the grandmother, the, 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 the mother, I found they got to the last one and he said to the, why do you do that? She says, well, the pan was only this big and, <laughs> and I had to cut the rest of it off. <laughs> it became a tradition. Nobody knew why they were doing it. <laughs> So, so you might want to find out yes, sir. What, yes, sir. What that's happening there. But anyway, but the, the thing is, um, I think the younger you can reach them, the, the better it is. And I love your festival idea. Absolutely. Now, who pays for that when you when you have a festival like that? How do, how do you raise the funds to do that? Listen, everything everything we do, everything that I'm able to do in Wakulla is because of the community support that I have. I this doesn't come out of Don Donnie Donnie Bennett doesn't have that money. It's because of the people that support us. So you just go to different people and say, Hey, can you can you give? And, and people are good to do that. Uh, yes, sir. Yeah. I have a handful of people yeah. that said, if you need me, you call me. Um, yes, sir. Now in, in Wakulla County, of course, the um, big city is. Crawfordville, right? Yes, but there, there is Panacea. Is this still part of Wakulla County? So, yes. so, so you have other towns and communities as well. But where do you mostly have your influence? Is it mostly there in Crawfordville? Uh, no, sir. I mean, obviously, their schools are mostly in Crawfordville. You have, um, you know, your high schools up towards MedArt. Um, but, uh, you know, as far as Panacea, I have a lot of uh, supporters in Panacea. I've got supporters in uh, St. Mark's. Um, those are still areas in Wakulla County. Okay. So, and now, so the the schools have all been brought to the city, more or less. Yes, sir. Yes, yeah. sir. Okay. So, I mean. You mentioned also there's a Christian school there. Correct, one color Christian, and you're and you're in there. Uh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. We're actually right now we're working on leaders, uh, student leaders. Okay. Um, in there, we actually uh, we'll do so. If there's a chapel, I've spoke at the chapel before, and we try to have pizza afterwards and, and love on them. That well, you way. like to have pizza, don't you? Hey, listen, if <laughs> I got it, hey, and not to get to it, but Domino's it really helps us out. I mean, yeah. so I made a, a decree at one time. I've, I've backed off of it since then, but. Because I've been involved in youth for so long and decided, I am through with cardboard pizza. I said, I just refuse to eat any more cardboard pizza. But I've, 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 I've repented. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, if I, if I have to do it, I'll do it if it means touching some kids. Yep. So I eat pizza with them, whatever. But but that's what they seem to go with a youth ministry. Youth ministry and pizza. It just goes. It, it just fits. It just goes together. Because kids do like it. And, uh, and I'm with you. If I can provide a pizza and get some kids to come and hear the gospel, I'll take that trade any day. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. So FCA uh, has a, the ability to get into places that other ministries, for some reason or another, does not. But you have to have a sponsor. I mean, like in a school, generally it's a teacher. Does it have to, it have to be a teacher? Uh, yes, sir. Okay. So if you don't if you don't have a teacher in a school, you can't go in there. Is that 
That that's correct. I mean, you have to have a teacher that's willing to give up their time during lunch right. to sponsor it. Has that uh, barred you from going in some schools? Some schools that you're not able to get into because you don't have a sponsor. You know, uh, no, sir. No, nah, I have not. I have not. You know, when you when you come into Wakala County, there's a big old sign that says Wakala loves Jesus, and uh, you know, it, <laughs> where's that at? It's right there when you come through blocks and cut off, and you can't. It's it's right there. There's a store on the left, and as soon as you pass, it says Wakala loves Jesus. And you know, I reached out one time trying to see if I could get that billboard to put some up a gala we were having, and they it was an unknown person that I guess can owns that one or what. I don't know what the deal is, but I'm like, we'll leave it then because it's perfect. It really is. Yeah. That, that to me, that's quite a statement. But Absolutely. To say that. So, so uh, in Wakulla High School, where you say you have the three, what is the? Uh, I mean, the overall attitude. So, is, is there is there a good feeling about the gospel? What what do you experience when you go into these schools? You know, um, a lot of these kids that you go in there, they're yearning for something, um, and it's exciting to know that you have an answer for them which is Jesus. Uh-huh. And, uh, you know, I, I would say that a lot of them come that do go to church somewhere. Um, but I say there's a good handful in each lunch that, that don't go to church somewhere that their parents don't go or something right. like that. And so I, 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 w- I would say that the, the mood, the attitude is really good. Um, and they're very attentive. You know, middle school's a little different, you know, from sixth graders, seventh graders, eighth graders. You got to let them know that, you know, you want them in there and you, but you don't want one to be in there that's going to be loud and obnoxious for somebody else not right, to hear. Right. So you want to let them know that this it's a privilege. I think I think we sort of get caught up in the fact that it is an organization and we are opening it, but it's a it's a it's a privilege to right. be able to go sit in the FCA and and hear about the gospel of Christ. Right. So now, so you're you're kind of lulling them in with pizza, okay? So so you, these are normally you're saying they're at the lunch hours. So they're choosing your pizza over the cafeteria. Now, they're able to go to the cafeteria and get their food and come. So there there were times when we didn't do pizzas and they okay. were still coming, which was okay. great. And so, but what we did was we said, well, let's get them pizza and they'll make sure that somebody's eating okay. too. And this is where I'm heading though, okay. because you answered my question there. But So you, you, you have this young person and they come because there's pizza or they, they just come. But, but as, as you said, most of them were in church, but not all of them. So you have this child, they come to your meetings for whatever reason. Are you seeing them get saved? So the most amazing thing, I'll tell you this, two, two stories real quick. One of them's really quick. Uh, there was a young lady that came by one of the rooms of the high school last week on a Wednesday, and she saw that we had pizza in there. She said, I want a piece of pizza. And I said, well, you need to come on to FCA. And then, well, of course, so we gave her a piece of pizza, right? Um, but this was during the passing of the next lunch do you know that we had our huddle yes uh today's wednesday so we had it today do you know that that young lady was inside that fca huddle this time the entire huddle and to me that's amazing yeah um and then one of the our middle school stories i I love i love sharing this i had a young kid that came up to uh, to me uh it's been you know it was at the end of last year um and it's probably November, December. And he came up to me after I got done speaking because I'm very open about my testimony. I'm open about that. I've had a lot of struggles in my life and I'm not sure. I'm not scared to share them. And so sometimes I'll share my testimony. And this kid came up to me afterwards and he said, Mr. Donnie, can I talk to you? I said, absolutely. And he asked me, he said, Mr. Donnie said, is, uh, is gambling a sin? 
And so we started talking and I said, you know, the most important thing is that you've got something that's inside you telling you to come talk to me mm-hmm. about it. So right there and right there, we know that we've got something going on good right, or something right. good going on. And so we went into that. And next thing I, I was like, do you have a relationship? Do you feel like you have a relationship with Jesus? You know, and he's like, I don't know. And I said, well, let's fix that. And a youth pastor came over and, and this this kid gave his life right there. And it was the first time it happened for me. In, in person like now, that. Did you, did you know anything about his background? Did, did he have Nothing. any knowledge of who Christ was at all? I, I, I don't, I, I, I would say he came to me asking if it was a sin. So I'm thinking that he had something. He had some background, something. yeah. Because the reason I asked that, I said, we had uh, this last year at our summer youth camp with CYMI. We had a, a, a gentleman who was speaking, a very good speaker, and uh, a lot of the young people responded on that I give us a second night, and then uh, immediately uh, they were talking about being baptized. We had a lake there, and, and uh, but what happened was that as I began to interview them, because I, I told the the, the the evangelist, I said, oh, "Well, before we do this baptismal service, I want to just take every one of them on another day, and I just want to interview them to find out kind of where they are." And I found out they didn't really understand what they were doing, and that that really concerned me because. If they have no knowledge at all, they're, they're, they're coming. They can get caught up in the excitement, and, and we we want them to uh, make progress. But it's very important to me that they really understand what we're talking about here, who Christ was, who God is, all of those things. So that when they make their decision to go to the watery grave, they fully understand what they're doing and what it's all about. And uh, because you know, it's, you think about the uh, um, the. Uh, the, the the gentleman that, that was there in the, in the book of Acts that was you know going down to Egypt and uh, Philip the evangelist came and he said well let me explain this to you mm-hmm. <laughs> and so it's just important that that they understand but that's all, not always is easy thing to do in your type of setting where you had this crowd of young people you have a lim- limited number of t- time. I love the fact that you got all these youth pastors working with you. And that's a very yeah. big, that's a, uh, I, that is one of the greatest things about what we have going on in Wakulla are these youth pastors. I mean, we've got literally five, six, seven youth pastors that, um, we're, we're going to go three, four deep inside of a church. I mean, inside of a school, most every, every time there's a huddle. Wow. And these, these kids are hearing, the yeah. gospel they're hearing about it yeah. they're getting they're getting that knowledge in a in a in a short period of time um and i think that's why that seed again like we talked about that yeah. seed is being set because the thing is is it because you as area director you have a lot of stuff a lot of plates spinning the old expression and you're going to be moving on but if they are there to follow up and be able to take that young lady that you just talked about there just sit her down for a few minutes and say, let me, let me just kind of find out where you are, what you know, how can I help you to be able to expand your knowledge of what the gospel truly is all about. And I think that's just a really important aspect of it. It's just follow-up. That's it. Just doing that. And, and, you know, the FCA's thing is engage, equip, and empower. And uh, what, what really shows through are these these leaders, these student leaders in there. One of them in particular in Wakulla, uh, recently she uh, she came to me and said, I'm going to have a uh, an FCA event at my house. And I'm going to invite 
girls from my my team. And I said, that sounds amazing. So I said, do you need anything from me? She said, no, my mom's taking care of everything. I said, great. So we left it at that. Uh, at Fields of Faith, she uh, she came to me and she said, Mr. Donnie, she said, I actually uh, had our little get together. And uh, she said, I said, that's great. She said, no one showed up. Oh, and I was like, oh, my goodness, I'm so sorry. She said, it's okay. Do you know, though, after Fields of Faith, one of the people from her, from her team came straight down from the top of the stadium down and found her. Anyway, Fields of Faith. What is that? Fields of Faith is a student-led worship night where they, they share testimonies, uh, they lead music, and we take over the field. We take over Wakala High School uh, Stadium. Really? And uh, we, we've, we've averaging anywhere from 250 to almost 400 uh, people, uh, wow. students and, and kids. And how often do you do this? We do it once a year. Once a year? Yes, sir. So this is an event. Yes, sir. The FCA, <laughs> this is kind of like a, you know, if you ever, you ever read or been reading a book and you're reading in a book and all of a sudden this character appears and you don't know who it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's what, this is what happened. It's your fields of faith. <laughs> yeah. How did that get in here? <laughs> so yeah. I want to come back and get you explained. So this is an event that FCA does every year at the Wakala High School at the stadium? They're different places. So okay. they have them at Godby. They have them at Leon. It's, it's, it's almost like they do their own. Okay, so this point. is not a Wakala County No, thing, sir. No, 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 sir. No, this sir. is an FCA thing. Yes, sir. That they do in different locations. Every location gets one a year. If they session. if they decide to. If they, if they choose to. Yes, okay. some, do, some of them do court ones like basketball. Uh, they'll do one and, and they'll call it something different. I can't remember the name. And even Diamonds, which is a baseball one. Okay. Um, okay. So, yes, so you do yours once a year. Yes, sir. And so this is something you build up to. I mean, you're you're promoting this thing. It's a, it's a big deal. And and you said it had 450. Well, we had. I think the last one we had was about 300 350. Wow. Yes, sir. And that's 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 a good. We number. had and we've only we've only had. I think we've had three because of COVID. We weren't able to have the one during COVID. Um, but after that, outside of the kid, these students look forward to it. Yeah, They're but, talking about it at the beginning of the year. Talking about what when can we do it? Let's set the date. And they sort of handle it. We just give them the resources. Wow. Now, when is the next one? Uh, well, this one's so we'll have our coaches gala, which is going to come up in May. Uh, but after that, so our next fields of faith will be the next school year. We've okay. already had our one. Our so you've done done it yes, this sir. year. Okay, so basically, what is it? I mean, it's just a, is it preaching, teaching, music? What? It's a little bit all of it. There's no well except the teaching part. So uh, we'll have a student speaker okay. that is usually a leader at the with the FCA huddles, and they'll usually get up and speak. So this year we had two. That was sort of tag team the uh, the the preaching aspect or the uh, uh, the message, and then we have uh, a few testimonies where students get up there and share their testimony. We had one year where a young lady shared about her 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 brother committing suicide and where it took her and wow. where it brought her from, and it was amazing. And you had a lot of people. You know, we we obviously hit it on social media. We hit social media really big with what we do in Walkal FCA, which I think it keeps these these parents involved, knowing and seeing that these kids are doing this. Now, do you think that? You being in a smaller community is different than being in a larger place like Tallahassee. Are we just are we, are we just saying kids are kids? <laughs> I I personally think that that kids are kids. I mean, obviously, yeah, Wakulla is a little smaller, but I think you take the same template and you go outside of the schools and love on these kids at their activities, and you bring it inside and you put it on social media. I think you'll still get the same. I think you'll still get the same feedback, I believe. I love the fact that you're getting such good response from the social media. 
uh, I need I need to kind of sit at your feet a little bit and learn from. <laughs> is, is it still working for you? Yes, sir. Yes, you know, sir. things have changed a lot since you've been doing this four years now. We'll call it. Yes, sir. Okay. So so but now everybody knows who you are now. I mean, you 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 stepped in this thing. You you were fairly new, and now everybody knows who you are, right? And of course, you you've got this big smile and you're this big guy, and you're just you're just larger than life, right? Yes, it would seem that way to me. You got a very winning smile. You are tuned to the gospel on the radio talk show here on ninety four point one on your radio dial. I am Pastor Jack King. I get to do this every Sunday morning and love it immensely. But also, I'm the host of the Saturday Night Gospel Sing here on ninety four point one. And I play gospel music on a Saturday night, but I also play you at least one song on Sunday morning. And we're going to talk about Battle 14 when we come back. So I thought we'd play this song for we you. We just heard from the captain, our commander standing tall. Are you ready? the old paths here on the gospel on the radio talk show and uh, i like that i like that concept is our church be ready hallelujah i'm pastor jack king i am your host today and i want to remind you about the uh, daily broadcast here on 94.1 i come on every monday through friday the gospel on the radio broadcast and that's a daily bible teaching of the word of god and uh, i love the word and i love teaching and proclaiming the word of god and as i mentioned a few minutes ago on saturday nights seven o'clock we crank it up <laughs> and it's the saturday night gospel sing my opinion the best music on the planet and we do it southern gospel style and uh, so make sure you uh, tune in for that as well and uh, Brother Donnie Bennett is my guest today. Oh, I know one more thing I want to tell you. I'm also the pastor of Freedom Road Christian Ministry, 720 Capital Circle Northeast in the Crescent Park Plaza. We're right across from the federal prison. If you're on Capital Circle heading toward Park Avenue, look for us on the right-hand side of the road. We put a sign out there on Sunday morning. Love to have you come and worship with us. Bring the family. Sunday school at 10, 11.05 for our morning Sunday morning worship. Brother Donnie Bennett is the area director and we'll call a county for FCA, but also he has formed a ministry called Battle 14. And uh, he's sitting here right in front of me. He's got a hat on. It says Battle 14. So there's a story there, Brother Donnie. Tell us the story. Yeah, so uh, in uh, 2014, my son uh, went off to the military. And uh, all I ever really cared about was being a father. Army. Yes, sir. To the to Army. Tell and him we appreciate his service. Absolutely. Absolutely. And uh, when he left, um, I went down a really dark path in my life, um, leaning on a lot of drugs and alcohol and, and just trying to find ways to get rid of the pain of him being gone. And then a month later, my mom passed away. Oh, my. And uh, when all that happened, I just was in a really bad place. Um, and I'll never forget, I was inside of a, a camper. And uh, my wife was next door in her mom's house, our trailer. And uh, I just had this feeling of uh, my no purpose. Um, it wasn't anything suicidal. Just I just didn't know what I was even 
doing anymore. And uh, there was a book there called uh, Crazy Love by Francis Chan. I don't even know how I got in there in that room. And I picked this book up and I started reading and it started shooting me the scripture. So I picked up the Bible, started reading. I found that my anxieties and all these things were sort of going away. And uh, long story short, I think it was that next uh, Wednesday, my wife and I went back to actually the church that I actually grew up in. And uh, when I walked into that door, um, I just remember sitting down uh, at one of the pews and I felt like a quilt has put over me. Wow. And I'll never forget... um, I was sitting there battling with God that whole time, sitting there, and uh, he was he was basically saying, "You're gonna go up here and get this thing right," and uh, and I just kept there, I kept there, just saying, "Okay, I'm gonna do it, I'm gonna do it," and I'll never forget. I uh, I looked over to the right, and it was actually a we got pane glass windows in our the church, and uh, it was actually where my great grandmother sat. And it was dedicated to her, like some of them are dedicated. Uh-huh. And I uh, realized that I was sitting in the pew she sat at. And uh, at the end of service, the pastor said, I wanted everybody to come up. So we all went up and they had these cards that just had people's prayer requests on it. And this one young, this one man, the card I had, had about, uh, he had cancer. Um, I don't remember his name, but I remember praying for him. And then the pastor prayed us out. And I was out. And I was like, well, I'm good. I'm gone. And uh, by the time I got back to the pew, um, the Holy Spirit was just really hitting hitting me inside. And I said, I can't leave this place. And I went back up there and, and I cried and I cried. And Pastor Dan uh, grabbed my hands. And as I put my hands up, I just remember just sweating profusely. And it was just an amazing, amazing moment in my life. And I knew at that moment, that's when I came under the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. Wow. And um, I grew up in church. I grew up and I, I grew up listening to pastors youth pastors going to camps i I remember going to a camp in mariana uh with carmen if you remember carmen oh yeah and i remember going to he done the uh champion one with the devil and all that and i remember at the end they called us or he said come up or whatever and i remember going up there um but uh, you know that's when i thought i was you know it was saved and everything else but there was just something different when i was at rock bottom and when i was at rock bottom something different happened in my life in that moment and that happened in 2014 and um from then, that point on, my one of my my best friends, uh, they had lost an unborn child, and uh, he was struggling. This is going to be his first child, and he was really having a hard time. And we got together, um, and we started just battling. We started just talking about testimonies, talking about God, what He can do, encouraging each other, and uh, and, and and it formed from there. And we came up. It was one of the things that hit me. It was Battle Fourteen. So the other ones that joined you later all had things that happened in 14 um, as far as as far as what now well you're talking about you battle 14 found it because of this crisis in your own life and then your your friend he was with lost the 14 the also so, so I'm talking about others after him that became a part of battle 14 had they all had experiences in 14 like oh, that no sir no, no sir but, no, the, sir. but they saw the overall concept of the ministry itself they said well, we want to be a part of that so what do you do as battle, as a ministry of battle 14 so you know our uh, now our uh, mission is believe accept testify together love and encourage everyone with the love of Christ through testimonies and events. And uh, the idea is I, I remember being a young kid um, and we would play basketball at a church and I didn't go to church a whole bunch at that time. I was actually out of, I think I was probably 20, 21, 22. I wasn't in church a lot at that time, but I would go to Thursday night to play basketball and they would stop midway through. If you wanted to come to this beautiful place to play in this gym, you had to stop halfway through and somebody shared the word. Uh-huh. And so I always remembered that. And so I said, okay, so what if we did events 
sense to where a testament was shared in the middle of it. Well, one of the things I did for 15 years, I played adult softball tournaments, travel softball, uh, league softball. I loved it. I had, I I played softball longer than I had any job. Um, that's, that's actually funny. (laughs) What what position Um, did you play? I played third base, third Third base base and and first base. But, uh, and, but I was always putting the teams together because I wasn't good enough to get picked up on a regular team. So I had to put my own teams together. Now you look to me like you could knock a ball. Wow. At certain times I could, (laughs) at certain times I could. Um, but so, so through that, I just, it was one of those things I said, you know, how beautiful would that be that, you know, maybe 75% of people that come to something on a Friday night or on a Saturday night, um, that might not ever step foot in church, but they're going to come to this right, right. to win money, to win whatever, uh, playing in a tournament. So, so that's basically what you do. That's it. I put up, we put on events. Uh, we got something called battle ball that I created. Um, that's a, it's a form of softball that, uh, that you don't, it's not, a, you can't get seriously hurt. Like these days we got some hot bats out there. <laughs> and, uh, if you hit one up the middle and get hit, you, you could hurt yourself. But this is something that's called a sponge ball. Okay. And it started in North Carolina. And, uh, so what we do is we, we have it and we formed a bunch of new, uh, there's strategic stuff. Whoops. There's strategic stuff about it. Um, to where you can win a uh, you can win a battle coin, and the battle coin. Uh, oh, actually, I see. Yeah, yep, the battle coin is. Yeah, let, let me describe it to yeah, the audience. Perfect. Here. Uh, I'm assuming this is plastic. Yes, sir. Okay. It's actually, it's All one right. of those 3D molds. Yeah. Okay. It's it's uh, about the size of a. Uh, let me think about it. Maybe a a big checker, <laughs> bigger than a checker. <laughs> but anyway, it says battle fourteen. Uh, what's that word on there? Uh, oh, it's 14. Okay, battle 14 at the bottom. And on the back side, it says Revelation twelve eleven, For they overcame by the blood of the Lamb, by the word of their testimony. That's it. That's it. <laughs> How about that? That's a nice one, question. So you give this to the... So what happens is, so when you turn up for those, that, uh, I know we don't talk about sports on here, uh, uh, but... Uh, <laughs> okay. We can cheat a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> so basically what happens is if, uh, if they turn a double play or they have a throw out from home to, or from outfield to home, they get a battle coin. Okay. And you can win one every every inning. Okay. And you can use one every inning. So what that means is if you were the pitcher, y'all have that one, right? And I'm coming to the bat. I got three people on. And you know I've been hitting that thing. Right. You're going to go, guess what? You're not hitting. So you hand that to the umpire, and now I'm out. Oh, really? <laughs> and then you can also use it for other, You can also use it for this. So if I get up, and I hit the ball, and I get and I pop up, yeah. and I get out, and I really needed that, I right. can use one. To hit again, <laughs> and so and then the other cool like thing, is, and the other cool thing is, yeah. so when you if you're out of home runs, yeah. you can actually take that. So if I go up there and you know you get a lot of macho guys that said I can hit it at any time, right. and they get up there and say we're going to basically bet this that I can hit it. Well, if I hit a single, double, triple, or anything else, it nothing counts. I got to hit a home run. So we actually had that happen not too long ago, <laughs> um, and it's really been cool because uh, a lot of times that our teams have won, right. they've won off by using that in the last <laughs> inning, which is. <laughs> Now, now, is this all your creation? It is, yes, sir. That's pretty cool, yes, sir. But, and, and you're the only one that fully understands it. <laughs> I actually, we actually have a we actually have a rule of a sheet that we share, okay. and okay. we have about six or six to eight teams right now that are just when they know we're going to have one. And most of the time, we've done them to raise money for for an individual or somebody right, battling right. something. And so these these teams have been like, we want to be a part of this, and okay. it's been awesome. 
So do you do it in tournament form, or is it just two teams playing? No, so we do it in tournament form. So we have a double elimination. So this will be going on all day long. Uh, well, actually, it's on. A, we usually do it on a Friday night. Actually, we oh, start really? about six, and we're just we get them going. It's a one pitch tournament. Okay. So you only get one pitch. Oh, I see. And it's either okay. a ball strike or you hit it. So that's a more of your of your mad mind here so creating played, this thing. Yes, sir. So I played a lot of different uh, a lot of different styles of softball, and right, there was a right. one pitch that I played in Columbus, Georgia, a long time ago, and I thought it was the coolest thing ever. So we yeah. just formed it with this. Yeah. Let me tell you about Hawaiian softball. Okay, you've heard of Hawaiian softball. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what well, I grew up at a little camp called Camp Northard up in Kentucky. Now this only works for the first. Uh, the, the, in other words, they, they would have several camps during the, the summer, but it would only work with the first camp, which would be like nine year olds. And this this is taught to us by a missionary from Hawaii that came one year to to the camp. And basically, you take a grape grapefruit and you just paint it white like a softball. <laughs> And then, then you just get you get some guy who's just a real hot shot, and you just and you just give him the perfect pitch. <laughs> and you know, you, the most is amazing the expression on the face yeah. of, of the batter. And, uh, and they did they, they did this at Camp North for years and years and years. And see, some of those nine year olds never caught on. But but you can only do it once because the next year they know. See, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I I saw it when I was a kid, and then later I became a, I would be a counselor during the summer, and I would be at that camp and I'd see it, and it worked every time. But you got to make sure. Well, you can even if you don't hit that first pitch, as long as the, the catchers catches it, don't it, let it hit yeah, right. the ground and yeah, explode. Yeah, yeah, and you might want to walk that back to the pitcher. <laughs> don't throw it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, something you might want to try. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> some, yeah. just to, just as a as a yeah. when I know somebody's coming up that I know real right, quick. right, yeah. right, right. Yeah, you you should pull that on them. But anyway, but it sounds to me like it's very creative. So let's say, for instance, there's somebody in your community and they're struggling, and uh, you want to help them out. Maybe somebody's ill or something like that, and so. You make the money off the spectators to come. How do, how do you earn the? So basically, what happens is, uh, if somebody wants to um, nominate a family like that, we're going to go help or try to put one on for. They'll reach out to me, and um, and then I'll I'll have a couple board members look at it, and we'll basically just say yes, let's do this. And I'll reach out to the person nominating and say, listen, I'm going to need your help with this because um, my job. And what we do is to bring the event here. We want to bring, we're going to bring the teams. Right. And each team's going to pay about $250. And then, and then what I do is I'll go out and and reach sponsors. I'll say, Hey, we're raised like we just, we did one for a wonderful young lady named Jalea. And I'll go out and I'll, I'll try to raise money for that. And so what I'll do is we'll take the money and then. Uh, Battle 14 side of it we'll do and we'll do a percentage that will go to them and go to help put on the next one for the next okay. family okay. and then on the left side is where the food and stuff so we'll have plates of food we'll have shirts we'll have and what will happen is the event sponsor money like if I go out and raise some money we'll use say 800 bucks to buy shirts and then we'll sell the shirts to make more profit for the family and that'll come from the from whoever's running that side of it because right. we don't want to have our hands in every it's easier for us to do the event sponsorships and also the teams and so then i can just write them a check from battle 14 to so, do so that. now you have uh, volunteers who've stepped up to help you with this yes sir 
Because I mean, I mean, I'm looking at it. This is a lot of work. <laughs> so people just have just gravitated to it. Yes, sir. We we one of the biggest things and most important thing is I don't want nothing to not be able to go down because um, people backed out to help. Right. And so a lot of the stuff I can make sure that I put on if I have to put my hands on it. You know. Right. Right. Um, so we have some umpires that come. I have a close friend from Marianne that'll drive over just to umpire force. Wow. Um, and they don't, you know, they don't want anything from it. They right. just see what so we're, we're doing. So, so how many volunteers do you think you would take you to put on an event like that? Um, just on the softball, on the battle ball side, I would say three, four, five, maybe five. But then on the food and things like that, right, you're right, looking at a right. handful. And we also have, so we actually brought in the ROTC from our school that came and helped us run after balls. And they also kept the scoreboard for us. Um, is, that's what we do. See, those are all uh, benefits of relationship. Uh, relationships that you've made as you've, the, you've been there in Wakulla County. You have a presence. People have gotten to know you. They, they, they like what you're doing and they want to come alongside of you and that, that's what that looks like to me was things like that but uh so, so you could do this event with five people five volunteers oh yeah i could i could do it for with less than that if i really? had to yes sir that's amazing yes sir because if you had three fields if you're running let's say you're running eight teams you're going to run two four six teams at one time um and so you just need three umpires and the umpire can be if i'm umpire and i can still take care of the tournament bracket make sure everybody's doing what we're supposed to do wow so wow. where it does come in is when you need people like if you're going to have a concession we've done it before where we just had a church come in and help us um with the food like Man Express. I know you had Man Express, right, Keith right. and Carlo on here before. They have they're partner with us. Like anytime okay, we do anything, okay. they're all in, and so they'll come and do the food. So we yeah. had at one time that that we do that. Have we had an event for them yet? Um, actually, we did. We had yeah. one that was for uh, Walkle FCA, Man Express, and Battle Fourteen. Yeah, because they're doing a good work. They, they are. are. They I, are. I appreciate their heart. Because <laughs> uh, I tell you what, uh, any time that somebody just follows their dreams, I'm, I'm, I'm with them. <laughs> you know, and that's one of the reasons why I love having people come on the show. Because I said, just talk about your dreams, and people say a lot of times, say, "Well, how do you?" Uh, say, I invite people to come on the show, and they say, "Well, what are we going to talk about for an hour?" I said, "We're going to talk about your." passion and and uh, Car- Keith and Carla they're passionate about feeding people during times of crisis and it's just an amazing thing to me that God just God just birthed that in them that they they do that and and I've had so many of those type of sh- uh, shows where we feature people just just do that sort of thing because passion drives everything and I've learned this even as a pastor. It says, I've got somebody in my church, and they're, they're doing some ministry in the church, and they're doing a wonderful job. But then God calls them to, to move, goes to another state or something like that. And he said, well, are you going to continue that? And I said, well, if I can get another passionate person to lead it. But otherwise, you can't dump that on the preacher. <laughs> so, but passion, oh, my goodness, I could, I could get excited about that. So as overall, of these events, how many have you done? Uh, so we actually just had our sixth one. Is that right? Yes. So, sir. so how old is Battle Four Ten? I mean, I know it's that was seven years ago. Yes, no. sir. that was when the no no, no. nine years ago. Yeah. Yes, sir. So yeah. that's when the, that's when the vision 
came about. Right, right. Um, and then I would say, I want to say we became a actual nonprofit 501c3, um, I think last year. Okay, so it's last still year. fairly new as far as what yes, you're sir. doing here. Absolutely. Yes. Now, do you have other things that you do as part of Battle Force? So just the, the creative side of it, we have something called Battle Bags. Um, it's sort of taking cornhole and going to create something different with it. Um, we just want to come up with different ideas, okay. different events okay. that you can put on. We actually do something with FCA. So FCA will call, we'll bring Battle 14 in and we'll put on a battle ball event with the two like two middle school the baseball team and the girls softball and we'll mix them together and then we'll have them play each other and we do these belts we do an actual belt like wrestling belt um, that has B14 on it or FCA (laughs) right um, and we'll actually put that on so these kids having to be be able to win a belt is amazing they love it we actually have somebody commentate and like call the the batter up and things like that so this isn't battle 14 isn't about just Wakula I want to I want to be able to encourage different counties if somebody says hey we'd like to put one on um, I just need a place but your heart the heart of battle 14 is to help people in times of crisis is, is that is that it am I not understanding it no sir well yes sir but I also it's more about the testimonies okay it's about it's okay. more about testimonies I, I I have this passion of testimonies that I believe um, I remember my son one of my sons was going through a hard time and I told him some stuff that I dealt with and how God brought me out right. of it and it it was a big impact on his life and I feel like a lot of times as a parent sometimes we hide away from what we did in our past okay. um, and I just believe in my heart that if you share a testimony it's going to change somebody's life right. there so what is the format to share the testimonies? Is it having events where you do that sort of thing? Or is it the social media? Or So on our social media, so we'll do different things just to encourage. I'll, just, I'll put things out there just to encourage. But at the events, we'll have somebody share something. Okay. Yes, so, so when you do the battle ball. We're always going to have a testimony. As you said earlier, in the halftime. <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yes, sir. Matter As a matter of fact, my I was able to share mine uh, of, of playing. My sons were playing softball recently. I went out to watch them. And as they were playing, I never even thought about this before, uh, Pastor, but I had a kid. Somebody got out of their bat, and I heard the team holler out, come on, let's go battle one for battle 14. <laughs> and what was so amazing about that, Pastor, and I shared it in, in, in the, in the, with these you know, 200 plus people. What was amazing about that is I told them for 15 years, my number was 14. Wow. For 15 years that I was running from God, he was still hollering for me. He was saying battle 14 because I heard it all the time, but it wow. never dawned on me until recently. When I oh, saw I son. love that. So when I shared that, yeah. Pastor, there was two ladies that came up at our battle ball event and one of them came to me. And she said, my number was 14. She said, can I ask you a question? How did you battle through your mom dying? And I shared it with her. Another one came up by behind her, said my number was 14. And so at the end of the day, I don't care what kind of money is spent. There's no money that can match the fact that a, somebody's life has changed and encouraged by the Amen. love of Christ. Amen. I'm, I'm with you. <laughs> I think it's wonderful. I think it's wonderful. So now as, as you see it expanding to other areas of the country, how do we do that? Do you have a plan? You know what? I, I, I don't have a, I don't have a plan, Pastor. I'm just, I'm, you know, one of the things that I just had a recently a, a close friend of my past and really one of the things that's been hit me is living in our moments. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that's where I'm at. Even though I want to, I want to see what the future is. I want to know where I'm supposed to be going with this. I know that uh, just keep moving. But the thing about it, if you, if you look back in your history and the pattern of things, and, and all of these things, you didn't really have to do anything because somebody came to you and said, okay, 
this is what I feel like you need. In other words, God has, from the time you shared about back during the car wash, <laughs> and somebody comes along and says, hey, uh, here's an opportunity, here's an opportunity, that it seems, seems to me like that's the way God's working in your life. And so when he's ready to move it to Leon or, or Gadsden or wherever, or wherever, he'll, he'll make the way. He's good about that sort of thing. <laughs> I should, that's been my experience. That is, as, I, as I say to folks all the time, how do you launch a dream? My audience knows what I'm about, about to say. You put one foot in front of the other, mm. and you just follow, follow the cloud because God's got the plan. Ultimately, he's got the plan. Now, if you are like I am, my brother, sometimes I want to help it out, and that's when I get in trouble. <laughs> Yes. And I have gotten myself in trouble with God because I decided that this is what needs to be done. And it wasn't God's direction yet. He does have a plan. So, But the thing about it is that God also sees the heart. And he sees your heart. Now, your wife's name, you told me, is Karen. Karen. How does she see all this? You know, uh, when I first went into ministry, it was uh, it was sort of tough because um, obviously leaving, you know, leaving a, a guaranteed paycheck um, going into FCA. Um, so it was tough at that time. But she from that point on, I think because she never seen it out of me. So when you ask a wife um, to see something different out of you that she's never seen before. Right. Um, you've got to give her a chance. you got to yeah, give her yeah. and you got to have patience with that. And and I think. uh <laughs> we gotta, we gotta give him a moment here because uh, God's just doing some good here. The thing, just he's just sharing his heart, and, uh, and I love that. I love a man who has passion. And uh, obviously, are you ready? Yeah, okay. now I'm good. Okay. Uh, and she, uh, you know, she's seen something different out of me, and yeah. uh, even our relationship, and just I mean, we've been through a lot of things, and uh, ever since God has been put back in the forefront of it all. Um, yeah. There's been a change in our marriage and our life um, with our kids, just in my life in, in general. And uh, our marriage has never been as strong as it is sure. now. And she's she's literally my backbone now. Yeah, yeah. Because if she saw you go through the the drugs and the alcohol, she saw all of that, and then all of a sudden here you are. So well, God's called me to do this. Yeah, you got to give her time. That's that's exactly right. Uh, you know, when uh, they they came to told Sarah, you're gonna have a baby. So she laughed. Mm. <laughs> because, oh, I'm sure deep inside yeah. my wife laughed when I said I was going into ministry. Yeah. There's no question. Yeah, yeah. But 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 she stood by you. And and so is she involved in the, the She is, the, yes, sir. The, the different events and stuff. I tell you what, um, you're blessed. You're blessed. And I because I, I say that from a man who's had a, four to five years of marriage with a woman who's been right there by this old crazy man. <laughs> And follow me, and sometimes I'm sure she's saying, "Well, God, what are we, what are we up to now?" But speaking of that, do you believe we've been at this an hour already? I couldn't believe it. Well, this time, told me. it's time to go to the Lord in prayer. Father God, we do thank you, and Lord, I just thank you for the passion that we've just sensed and felt here tonight, Father. Uh, Lord, I just pray that you would just bless Brother Bennett. Lord, bless this ministry. Bless FCA, Battle 14. God, use it mightily, Father. For Brother Donnie and for Karen. Lord, bless them, Father God. We just give you the glory and praise. We pray over this radio audience. We pray, God, for all of our pastors and our churches in this area. We pray, God, for America. Lord God, we pray for peace around this world. We pray for peace 
in the city of Jerusalem and the nation of Israel. These things we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Brother Donnie, thank you so much for coming and talking to us. We enjoyed it. Thank you for having me. And until next Sunday morning, may the Lord bless you.